You're listening to the Elevate Main podcast. To learn more about Elevate, visit our website at www.elevate.org.ph. We hope you enjoy today's talk. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to our online youth service. We are so blessed that you could join us. I know it's crazy what's happening right now and for the past few weeks, ang daming cases, ang daming deaths, and maybe a lot of you guys have experienced a death of a loved one or a friend or you know of someone and you're praying for that person to get well because he's on the in the hospital, he's recovering from COVID, whatever it is, I'm glad that you are here and I hope and I pray that you will find encouragement in the Lord during this season. And I know it's very tough. So before we continue, we are launching a new series. Before we dive into our topic for today, why don't we just pray? Why don't we join our hearts? Let's pray for those people who are suffering right now. People are experiencing pain because of a loss of a loved one. People praying for healing for their friends, maybe their family members who are sick. Again, everyone who is watching here, you're very much welcome. And I hope you will be blessed today. So why don't we pray? Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity that we can listen to your word. We can find encouragement from you. We may not understand completely what's happening But we know you are God, you are sovereign, always in control, and we put our trust in you. Lord, we pray for those people who are sick with COVID-19 or maybe with other ailment and they're suffering right now. We pray for your healing to be upon them. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you give them strength, that you help them recover. Some of them are intubated. We pray that they will recover, their oxygen level will go up. We pray for those who are not intubated, that they won't be intubated anymore, that you restore their health once again. And Lord, I also pray for those people who may have suffered because of a death of a loved one or a friend. And I know it's tough during this season. Maybe some of them weren't able to say goodbye. We pray for comfort. We pray for for peace. We pray for hope that comes in you. Pray for encouragement. And we pray, Lord, that you would embrace them during this season. And for today's message, I pray that you override my preparation. Speak in and through us. I pray that we will all encounter your presence today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, welcome to our online youth service. We are launching a new series entitled, For You Page. Para sa mga TikTokers dyan, okay? I know you guys are familiar with this one. So when you say For You page, this is what you see sa TikTok. Usually it's what you, uh, you know, what you view a lot of times. Or yung, mas, yung madalas mong tingnan, madalas mong panoorin sa TikTok. Or maybe people that you follow or you like, right? So this is what's gonna appear on your For You page sa TikTok mo. And usually, when you have this For You page, it's connected somehow to your identity in life, meaning to say yung likes mo, preferences mo, what you really want to watch, or maybe some of your dreams, that's why you're watching those things, or some of your aspirations or people that you look up to. So this is gonna uh, appear on your For You page. And that's why this topic revolves around true identity. This series revolves around this very important reality that we all need to talk about. And it's not just about identity, but it's also about belongingness. Because we're living in a world na ang daming mga niche markets, niche groups na I want you to be part of this, I want you to be part of that. And the question is, saan ba talaga ako dapat maging part of? 
Because we have a creator. God created us. God knows our true identity. God knows where we should belong. And the problem if we belong to the wrong group, the wrong crowd, or we follow the wrong people, then our mindset, our heart, our convictions will most probably be wrong as well. That's why this topic is very, very important. Lalo na ngayon. Lalo na ngayong pandemic, we're all online. We're all looking for people who will accept us, who will welcome us. We're all looking for our identity. For some of our uh, of, our, of the people right now, because they lost their jobs, for some of them, they just lost their identity. Ano na ngayon gagawin ko? What's now my purpose in life? Gagamitin pa ba ako ni Lord? Or may silbi pa ba yung buhay ko? That's why some people, they get discouraged, they don't know where to go. And then some of them, they end up on a wrong crowd. And that's very, very problematic. Now, how do we find identity? How do we discover who we truly are? For some people, you know, we usually get our identity in certain areas in life. For example, based on our feelings. Maybe because of your past, because of your uh, what happened before, or what, what, you, what success you've experienced in the past, or the hurts you've experienced in the past and then it defined you, or because of what your parents said before, or you mga hurts mo sa parents mo, sa loved ones mo. And because of that, you develop some feelings, certain things in your heart that somehow yun yung nagdi-dictate. You listen to it mo- most of the time or dun ka lang nakikinig. A lot of celebrities, some, you know, some of the celebrities, not a lot, but some of the celebrities, they're like that. They would tell you, listen to your heart or listen to what you feel or whatever makes you happy. Diba yun yun? It, it revolves around, uh, it, it somehow tells you, okay, dito ka dapat, eto dapat yung gusto mo or eto dapat yung identity mo, eto dapat yung group that you should belong. So for some people, they just listen to their feelings. For some people naman, they listen to media, television. They listen to social media to movies, to what they see online, what other people write online. And then they get inspired and then eventually they would say, gusto ko maging ganyan, right? We get inspired eh. Gusto ko yan ang, uh, yan ang maging trabaho ko in the future. Gusto ko yan ang maging purpose ko in life. Gusto ko parang ganung klase. For example, for some people, they get inspired when they see rich guys or rich girls or people or celebrities who are like this. They have a big house. Diba usin ngayon eh? Big car. They've traveled all over the world. They did all of these things. And some people, yan ang dream ko. One day, I'm gonna achieve that. So it's not wrong to dream. But the question is, is that or should that be your identity? Hindi naman question kung mag-dream ka or hindi. Okay lang mag-dream. Okay lang if we have desires. But the question is, will we allow feelings, media, to dictate who you truly are? Kasi I believe, medyo kulang to. And later on, you're gonna discover why. For some people, they would allow other people to dictate their identity. For example, maybe you are, you idolize someone or there's this person that you highly respect and you always go to that person for advice. You always go to that person for guidance. San ba ako pupunta, kuya? Or ate, ano bang gagawin ko? Ang galing-galing niyo po. Gusto ko yung mga na-achieve mo. I wanna achieve that as well. Now, some people would, you know, a lot of people would truly help us when it comes to direction in life. But the problem with this one is, of course, they're imperfect. They make mistakes. And they sometimes would give us advice that are not right or proper. And as a result of that, instead of finding your true identity, we lose it. That's why there's another one is, either we find it in God. So my choice yan eh. When you say identity, mamimili tayo. 
Who will define who you are? Who will dictate my for you page? Who will dictate who I truly am? Will it be my feelings? Which, which, which a lot of people, they do that. Will it be social media, television, movies, or celebrities, other people, or will it be God? That's why our message for our first topic in this wonderful series entitled For You page is this. Find your identity, kanino? In the Lord. Now, you might be asking, why kay Lord? Why should I find my identity in the Lord? For a lot of you guys, you know this already. Meaning to say, you're trying to find your identity in the Lord. Or you found your identity in the Lord. But for some of you who are just listening uh, right now or in this so online youth service, you got invited. Maybe that's your question. Bakit ba pinipilit ng mga Christians yan? Kay Lord dapat hanapin yung identity ko. In other words, why should God dictate who I am? Why should God tell me this is my identity? And for a lot of people, they don't like to be dictated. Ayan nila yun eh. In fact, God doesn't force us. He will reveal to us the path, but He's not gonna for force us. But for some people, they don't like it. Or a lot of people, they don't like it. They want to find their own path. They want to find their own, uh, you know, their own will, desires in life. They want to pursue that. It's not wrong if you have things that you like in life. But what I'm saying is, regarding identity, someone should make the decision. Someone has already has given us the guidance or where we should go, what our path should be, what our identity should be, who we should belong to, and that should be God. So why should I allow that? Look at this passage. In Psalm 139.14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Do you know that word fearfully and wonderfully made? It means that God has crafted us, created us with perfect precision and he never made the mistake that's how he created you and you have a purpose in life in other words talagang maingat yung pagkagawa niya for with uh, on uh, in you maingat yung pagka-craft niya in other words fearfully wonderfully some people would ask eh bakit si Nick Vujacic yung walang kamay at walang legs why did God create him that way Diba ang sama naman ni Lord? Bakit ganon? Look at what happened to him. It was not an accident. He used his life to bless millions of people. He wanted to kill himself. That was his testimony when he was young. But then he realized, hey, wait a minute. God did not make an act. God did not make me na parang nagamali siya. He made a mistake. No. He created me fearfully and wonderfully. Therefore, I'm gonna use my life. Regardless of what I don't have. I'll use my life for Him. And God used that for His glory. People were blessed. God provided Him. Eventually, He was able to get married. Eventually, He had kids. Nothing is an accident in the Lord. When God created you, some, some of us kasi we say na, hey, bakit ganito yung mukha ako? Masyadong pogi. Okay, regardless of what your complaints are, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Kaya nga sabi ni ng psalmist, your works are wonderful. I know that full well. That's why we need to go to God to discover our identity. Why is that very important? Look at this example. Do you know what this is? Lysol, right? It's 99.9%. It kills viruses. Oh, included COVID-19. But what's the purpose of Lysol? Someone created it, right? Someone discovered how 
these elements, when you combine it, it's going to become Lysol and you can somehow, uh, what do you call that? You can destroy or kill viruses. What's the purpose of this? It's for external use. But let's say one day someone, maybe some of you said na, I want to use it internally in my body. <laughs> let's just say, sabi mo sarili mo, hindi, hindi ako naniniwalang external use lang to. Although may warning yan sa likod, right? May warning siya. Hindi, may COVID ako ngayon, I need to experience healing, I'm gonna drink this. What do you think will happen? You're gonna die most probably. Right? Because this is not made for internal use. Kahit sinabing 99.9%. I don't know really the effect of it, but of course it's very dangerous for your body. So don't do that. What I'm saying is, this has a specific purpose. It was created for external use. And if you know the purpose which, for which it was created, you're gonna use it for that purpose. In the same way, my life and your life, this has an identity for external use. This has an identity. It kills 99.9% of viruses. This has an identity. Of course, this is not a living being, right? You and I have an identity and we find it in God. The problem is, if we don't find it in God, look at the consequences. We're gonna have a false identity crisis. What's a false identity crisis? Inability to live the life you were created to live. Oh, nakakalungkot yun. One of the worst things that can ever happen to you and me is to live a certain life. And then at the end of that, mali, kulang, hindi ka content, or frustrated ka. You don't want to die yet because parang feeling mo, madami ka pang gustong gawin. A lot of people are like that. A lot of people are lost. Lalo na ngayon. Why? Because they place their identity in things, other people, their career, this world. Look at how fragile our world is right now. Because of the sickness, sobrang fragile. It makes people hopeless. It makes people fearful. It makes people doubt their existence. So they're thinking, what's gonna happen? They blame others because they're because affected. Sila. Inability to live the life you were created to live. And not just that, trying to become a person who you aren't supposed to be. That's false identity. I remember this person. This person was a, a, a habitual liar. He lied to his parents, he lied to his friends, he lied to his classmates, he lied to so many people, even people in church. He was telling them that he was still studying in this school. Yung pala, several months na siyang nakik out sa school and he wasn't studying in that school anymore. As a result, it ended up hurting his parents, it ended up hurting his friends, and people don't trust him anymore because he was an, a, a habitual liar. When we live a false identity, we hurt ourselves and we hurt the people that we love. And as a result, we get more lost, we get more discouraged. That's why, look at the effects of false identity. We get confused. Kasi hindi mo alam na ano ba talaga ako. For some people, they try to live this and then na frustrate sila. So I'm gonna move to another identity. They try to live that. And then parang kulang pa rin, parang mali. So they went to another identity, another group of people that define who he is. And then, kulang pa rin, so na-confused na siya ngayon. Ano ba talaga ako? And then, na-frustrate siya. He got so frustrated with his life. He got so tired with his life. He got so lost and eventually feeling empty. You see, if we don't have a secure identity, nakikita niyo ba ako or nakikita niyo yung PowerPoint? Anyway, so, if you don't have a secure identity, you're gonna be lost. 
you're gonna be empty. Kaya nga, this series is for you. Yung for, kaya for you, page. Because we want you to experience your true identity. Maraming tao in this world, millions if not billions of people, they're not living the identity that God has created for them. And this is very important. We will be insecure pag hindi tayo sigurado sa identity natin. We will be hopeless if we're not living the identity that God wants us to be. If we're pursuing something that's not really right for us or for us, talagang kawawa. That's why this series is for you. So, let's look at this uh, sentence. If I don't allow God to define who I am, then I'm letting someone imperfect. Like me, I'm imperfect. Other people are imperfect. Someone who can make a mistake define who I am. I don't want that. I don't want someone imperfect, someone who's not sure about who he is, or even someone who's not sure of what he's saying. I don't want those people to define who I am. I want someone who is sure. That's why we have his word. So, what's our message again? Let's read that together. Find your ano, identity in the Lord. Can you type that there? Tag mo yung friends mo. In fact, invite mo yung mga friends mo, classmates mo. Lalo na those people who are lost right now. Those who are empty right now. Those who are seeking direction in life. Those who are crying. Those who are down. Stop just looking at, at, at other things in social media to encourage you. Of course, you want other things to encourage you. But find your identity. This message is for you. Find it in the Lord. So what's going to happen if we find our identity in the Lord? What identity will I discover in Christ? Siguro some of you are asking, Sige nga, if I'm going to follow the Lord, anong madidiscover ko doon, Kuya Marty? Sino ba talaga ako? Okay? Ano ba yung identity ko sa Kanya? Ano ba yung mangyayari sa buhay ko if I follow Him? That's a very good question. And that's what I'm going to answer in today's message. So are you ready? Of course, I cannot hear you. But I'm going to give you four things that happens to us or that revealed by God to us to tell us that this is who you are. If you are in Christ, meaning to say you have a personal relationship with Him, meaning to say you've accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, meaning to say serious ka kay Lord, ha? yung mahal mo si Lord. This is between you and God. Ha? Don't judge other people na ay, yung mga yan, lang mahal si Lord. It's between you and God. If mahal mo talaga si Lord, if you say you are a committed follower of Jesus, then this identity that I'm gonna show you will be your identity. This should be who you are. Ito dapat yung nakikita mo sa life mo and ito rin yung nasa heart mo. Meaning to say, this is what you want to pursue. For example, number one, if we are really in Christ, if we found our identity in Him, then we're gonna learn that we are children of God. Part tayo ng family niya. In other words, we have a spiritual family. But as many as received Him, look at what Jesus Christ said in John 1 verse 12. As many as received Him, in other words, pag tinanggap mo si Jesus, sa heart mo, to them, He gave the right to become children of God. Ako na-mention ko to last week. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you don't believe in Him with all your heart, yun talagang genuine belief na mahal mo, ha? you're not His child. He will not give you the right. But to those who have received Him, you have the right. You have the go signal. You have that, that signed document. Of course, wala namang signed document. But spiritual document saying na, you're my child. Adopted son. Adopted daughter. You're part of my family. You have the right to become children of God. 
even to those who believe in His name. In other words, yung received Him is also connected to believing in Him. If you've received Him, if you believed Him, you're part of His family. Alam mo, during this pandemic season, so many families are struggling. In fact, some people right now, they're alone, maybe abroad. Uh, they're not with their family. And they're, they're affected. Because mag-isa lang sila. They feel that nobody cares for them. They feel that nobody's there for them. But when you are part of Him, but when, when Christ is in your life and you find your identity in Him, hindi ka nag-iisa because you are part of His spiritual family. Hindi lang yun. Look at this. Consequently, look at what Paul said in Ephesians. You are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of His household. You belong to Christ if you have a relationship with Him. Alam mo kung paano, gano'ng kagrabing encouragement yun? Some people, they have parents who are separated. Some people, their parents or their mom, their dad left them. Then yung iba sa kanila, nakatira na lang sa grandparents. And for some of them, for a lot of them, they're lost. They feel that there's no home. And that's why they're looking for a home, a physical home. Yes, that's very important. But, but guess what? There's a spiritual home that you are part of and you can talk to God anytime. You might be saying, eh, hindi ko naman nakikita si Lord eh. That's why you go to Him anytime. Meaning to say, you pray, you talk to Him and I tell you, the peace of God, the comfort of God will embrace you. I've known of a lot of people Now, even though they're physically away from their family, they are spiritually strong, emotionally strong and they have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Why? Because they know they're part of God's family. Hindi lang yun. When they go to another place abroad, they will look for those people who also are part of God's family. Because that's their identity. Ganun kasi tayo eh. When we, are, when we know our identity, hahanapin mo, or magiging close ka doon sa mga taong, alam mong part of that group na identified ka. Right? For example, gamer ka. Maghahanap ka ng mga taong gamer din. Right? For example, you like basketball. Hanap ka rin ng group of people na who likes basketball. But if you are a follower of Jesus, of course, okay lang maging follower of Jesus and then you're a, a basketball player or gusto mo na sports or gusto mo maglaro ng games. Right? But your number one identity should be I'm a child of God. When you go abroad, when you go to different places, you're gonna look for people, community who loves the Lord. Look at this. You are built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. We have a spiritual family. Itag mo yung mga friends mo nga who are followers of Jesus. Hindi ka nag-iisa. Hindi nga, seryoso. You're not alone in this world when you have Christ in your life. And the opposite is also true. If you don't have Christ in your life, you're really going to feel lost. You're going to long for more physical people in your life because that's your source of security. That's why right now, because of this COVID-19, we couldn't meet physically for a lot of people. Sobrang down talaga yung mga tao. Kasi yung lalo yung mga tao talagang gusto with other people, hanging out, yun yung sense of spiritual family nila, yun yung sense of belongingness nila. Siyempre, yun talaga yung gusto lang hanapin. It's not wrong to long for those things. But if yun ang source of identity and security mo, you're gonna get lost. Lalo na ngayon. But if your source of identity is in Christ, you have a spiritual family. 
there are people that you can talk to. And look at who this spiritual family is. The spiritual family, yung definition biblically, ah, of course you will get disappointed with the spiritual family. But if the spiritual family follows yung sinasabi ni Lord sa Bible, ano description? They love genuinely. They care deeply. And they help us grow in Christ intentionally. Alam mo yung difference ng spiritual family sa worldly family? Yung hindi spiritual, yung hindi focused kay Christ? Yung family sa world or barkada mo sa world, majority of them ganito lang. They love. They love. I'm not sure kung genuine. Pwede, some of them would say genuine. They care. And I really believe some of them, they care deeply. But I don't think they will help you grow in Christ intentionally. But if you're part of God's family, you're God's child, you're part of His family, then these people will help you grow in Christ intentionally. Kaya nga, look at John 13, 34, 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. You sinabi ni Jesus sa disciples na yung love na ishow mo, hindi yung love na ginagawa ng world na kasi kulang yon. Love na pinakita ko that is sacrificial, welcoming, rebuking you para maggrow ka. Minsan kasi ayaw natin nire-rebuke tayo, pinagsasabihan tayo eh. But you know what? That's the love of Christ. He will also discipline us. He will also rebuke us. Kasi mahal niya tayo eh. He wants us to improve and grow. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And look at the body of Christ. Let us consider how we may spur. Alam niyo San Antonio spurs? Yung word na spur, it means yun yung sa kabayo, yung sharp object. Sa, ay, hindi sa kabayo, sa yung jockey na sumasakay sa kabayo. If you want the horse to move for, forward faster, you have that sharp object sa boots mo that you can kick the horse and the horse will move faster. The spur moves the horse faster to a certain direction. What what the writer of Hebrews is saying here, let us consider how we may spur, motivate, push one another, encourage one another lovingly toward what? Love and good deeds. Yan ang ginagawa ng body of Christ. You know, I remember before, I was counseling these two guys, or I remember counseling this guy, that he became part of a certain group that were bullying one another online. So they were bullying one another or they're bullying other people. So nung una, masaya kasi sila yung nabubuli. Umabot sa point na siya na yung nabuli, siya na yung nakasakit, and eventually, there were some problems with the family, with other people, na-involved na iba, and then may mga threats na, and then natakot na siya. You know what I said? Of course, we encouraged the person, we prayed for them, but I told that person, sabi ko, alam mo, I think the reason why umabot sa ganito is because in the first place, you became part of a wrong group. That shouldn't be your identity. Kilala mo na si Christ, di ba? Opo, opo. Di ba naging part ka ng church? Opo, opo. Why didn't you become active there? Why didn't you, why don't you spend time with these people? Of course, medyo natahimik siya kasi parang, uh, alam na niyo may sagot eh. Some of us, will, we think na hindi kasi ganun ka-enjoyable din. Gusto ko yung nabubuli, gusto ko yung nagmumure, gusto ko yung mag... You mean to say that's the identity that you want to have? You don't want the identity that really loves genuinely? And some people would argue, hindi nagmamahala naman kami. Pero pag may malaking problema, nag-iiwanan? Di ba may mga ganun eh? That's the family concept of this world. Pag may malaking problema na, nag-iiwanan? Pag na-offend na, naka-offend ka, magsasakitan, magbabash online, pero not the body 
of Christ. Of course, some people would argue, bakit yung ibang body of Christ nananakit online, nagbabash, ganito mag-act, ganito mag-respond, hindi nagpo-forgive. People also in the body of Christ are not perfect. But as someone part of the body of Christ, it doesn't mean that since ganun sila, magiging ganun din ako, I'm gonna love deeply. I'm gonna care genuinely. And not just that, I'm gonna help other people to grow in Christ. Kaya nga sabi dito, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, encouraging one another. Yun yung role natin. All the more as you see the day approaching. And also in the body of Christ, in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. If we just follow that, and not and even if some people are not following that, God will send people in the body of Christ that will encourage us, help us grow, fill us with love, empower us, motivate us. That's why we need to find our identity in the Lord. So number one, when we find our identity in the Lord, it means that we're children of God. Number two, it means I'm a workmanship of Christ. Kuya Martin, ano ibig sabihin ng workmanship of Christ? When you say workmanship of Christ, it means that God created you for a specific purpose. May purpose ka kay Lord. Look at this. In Colossians chapter 1, For in Him all things were created. In other words, God created us. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things, eto na, listen to me here, listen to me here, all things have been created through Christ or because of Christ. Ano ta, ano ta? For Him. Para kay Christ. For a lot of people, ito pinaka-struggle. Wala mo problema to. Okay lang, God has created me, Jesus Christ created me. Pero yung for Him, bakit ganun? Kaya nga, minsan ayaw nilang matang, ayaw nilang, I didn't want to find their identity in Christ. Eh. But you know how beautiful it is to finally discover who you truly are because you go to your Creator. It's a beautiful thing. It means that you're living your purpose for which God has created you. It means walang nasasayang sa life mo. Yung passage where we get the word workmanship is in Ephesians chapter 2. For we are God's masterpiece. Yun yung word na workmanship. Masterpiece ka. Okay? Tag mo nga yung mga friends mo na masterpiece kahit yung mukha hindi masterpiece. Okay? You are a masterpiece in Christ. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. May plano si Lord. Like yung kwento ko about Nick Vujicic. May plano si Lord dyan. Hindi niya ifo force, but He's gonna give, you know, lessons, send people to help you discover that. He's not gonna force you na, wala kang magagawa, I'm gonna direct you here. No, He's gonna help you discover it. Just like some of you have discovered your purpose in Christ. Just like for me, when I discovered His purposes for me. That God has called me to do this. That God has called me to share these messages. That God has gifted me with these things. Binigyan ka ng spiritual gift ni Lord, ng talents ni Lord, not just for yourself, but for Him. Alam mo, if that's our mindset, na God has created us for Him, mababawasan, if not, matatanggal ang insecurity. Bakit? Hindi ka na magkocompare. Kasi you're not doing it to impress anyone. Eh. You're doing it to impress Christ. You're not doing it to, to, you know, just to get money, just to get popularity. You're doing it because you love the Lord. Sobrang laki ng difference talaga. 
In this world kasi iba, yung, iba talaga yung picture, iba talaga yung image. Eh. We do it for ourselves. We use our talents for to just to impress. We use it to have a lot of followers, to earn money. It's not wrong that you're using your talents to earn money. But iba talaga when you do it for God. When you know you're doing it for Him. Look at this in Romans chapter 12. Some of you are thinking, ano ba yung mga gifts ko, Kuya Marty? Ano ba yung mga talents, spiritual gifts na binigay ni Lord? Let me give you some examples. In Romans chapter 12, verses 6 hanggang 8, we have different gifts according to the grace given to, uh, to each of us. Meaning to say, si God nagbigay doon. For example, ako, God has give, gifted me with, with a talent in music. Before, that was my first involvement in church. I play keyboards and I sing there. I, I would have never discovered the Marunong Tumugtog not until my parents asked me to play piano or asked me to go to a uh, parang may, may tutor that will teach me how to play piano. Hindi ko discover yun. So may process how we discover our talents, our gifts. And hindi lang yun, hindi ko rin discover na Marunong Kumanta not until sumali ako sa choir. And guess why sumali ako sa choir? I know some of you have heard this story already. Sumali ako dahil may gusto akong girl. Okay, sometimes ginagamit ni Lord yung mali nating motive. So sumali ako, 13 years old ako, because I like this girl, and I wanted to get to know this girl. So sumali ako doon, and then I remember my teacher asking me, uh, my, my, the, the music director, directress asking me, Oh, Marty, anong voice mo? Anong voice range mo? Are you tenor? Are you bass? Sabi ko, ah... Hindi ko alam yun, okay? Hindi ko po alam. Pero kumakanta ka ba? Sa banyo po, okay? Sa CR. So I don't know how to answer those things. But eventually, sabi niya, sige nga, try mo kumanta. And then she discovered, ah, maybe nandito ka sa area na to, pwedeng papuntang tenor. Medyo nasa baritone, papuntang tenor. And Pero kayang mahon yung skills niya. So, God will help us discover that. Sometimes kasi give up na tayo pag hindi na natin nagagawa yung gusto natin. Eh. We have to submit to God and see what God is doing in our lives. Look at this. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. For some people, it's prophesying. Now, Kuya Marty, ano yung sabihin ng prophesying? We're not prophets anymore that we're telling what's gonna happen in the future. No. The word prophesying is declaring God's word. In other words, for some people, they're the, that, that's the gift of preaching. Here in front, sharing the, the gospel, sharing the good news to people. Uh, preaching in a big crowd or you have that gift of motivating people to follow Christ or telling God's word to them in a way that is passionate, in a way that is, that is clear, in the way that, is, that will inspire people. That's the gift of prophesying. Then do it. Prophesy in accordance with your faith. For some people, ito yung mga may gift of service. God has given them talents to serve God or, or to be to be what do you call it to be helpful. Yung service, yung magaling maybe with um, taking care of the things, let's say administrative stuff or gustong tumulong talaga, helping other people, helping magbuhat, helping magayos ng gamit. There are people who are just servants. Talaga mapaglingkod sila, right? So this is a gift. Not everybody is like that. Some people, pag may nakikita silang uh, madumi sa place, hindi naman lang lilinisin eh. But some people, they will stand up, I'm gonna help. Right? That's the gift of service. And some of you are talented with that one, gifted with that one. For some people, it's teaching. Kuya Marty, what's the difference between prophesying and teaching? Teaching is te- uh, saying or teaching something to people, something complicated, and you're able to teach it or help other people know that topic 
and, and understand that topic even though it's complicated. That's teaching. Making sure na natuturo mo isang bagay na mahirap maintindihan. It's difficult to comprehend but you're able to help people comprehend that. That's teachers and some of you are gifted with that one. For some people, it's the gift of encouragement. Meaning to say, you are that person na you know the right words to say to someone who is discouraged. Maybe right now, that's what God is impressing in your heart. And because of this COVID-19, you're talking to some people, calling them or chatting them or praying for them. You have the heart of encouragement. Ito, I, think, I think for a lot of us, I think gusto natin friend. It's giving. Or some of you, yung gusto mong best friend eh. Yung may gift of giving. Yung mapagbigay talaga. Yung lagi lang lilibre. Yung konting joke lang. O oh, sige na nga, libre ko yan. Diba? May mga ganun talaga. Guys ha, don't be, huwag kayong laburo giver lang yung maging friend nyo ha. You need everyone here. But for some people, they have that gift. For some people, it's leading. They know how to manage an organization. They know how to lead a team. They know how to make things done. Yan ang leader. Meaning to say, when there's a problem, he knows what to do. He knows how to navigate through these problems. He knows how to tell people what to do, where to lead them, where to point them kapag may mga challenges. And there are those people who want to show mercy. Meaning to say, may, may gift sila of compassion. Yung they will go out of their way to visit someone because that person lost a loved one. Or they will go out of their way just to be with that person and listen. Makinig lang dun sa mga rants niya, dun sa mga problems niya. There are those people. I'm just giving you some examples. Huh? There are a lot of spiritual gifts if you study that in the scriptures. But these are some of the examples. Kaya nga God wants you to know that you are a masterpiece. So use your life for His glory. He knows how your life can be maximized. And experience genuine fulfillment. Alam ni Lord yun kasi ginawa ka nga niya eh. So what's our message again? Find your identity, kanino? In the Lord. So ano yung discover natin when we find our identity in the Lord? Number one, we're gonna discover that we are a child of God. Second, na may family tayo. We have a spiritual family. Hindi tayo nag-iisa. Second, we will discover that we are a masterpiece. We are a workmanship of Christ. Created by Him. And for him. Third, we have the character of Christ. Meaning to say, the way we live, the way we act, should, and eventually as we grow in our love for Christ, will reflect Christ in our lives. How do I know about that? In, the, in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, ito yung sinabi ni Paul. Because he became a follower of Christ, ito yung I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Before kasi, anong nangyari? I'm living for myself, doing what I want, pursuing my own goals, my own dreams. That's, what, that's the life of Paul. But because he came to know Christ, ano sabi niya? That old, old life is gone. That's not my identity. That was my false identity. My identity is now in Christ. Christ who lives in me. Because once you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He lives in your life. Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh... Ito, itong life ko ngayon, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. In other words, I live it for Him. I follow Him. I do what He wants me to do. That's why in 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, ano sabi ni Paul sa mga disciples niya? Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Yun dapat ang nakikita. When, we when we're finding our identity in Christ, the more that we're gonna see na, I need to follow that person, 
Jesus, how he lived, how he loved, how he responded to the challenges in life. Because lahat naman tayo may sinusunod eh. May sinusundan. Either you're following someone that you idolize, you're following the, for example, may mga fashion ka na sinusunod, right? So you follow these people, how they wear certain things, the shoes that they wear, the things that they do, uh, their hobbies, you want to follow that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if you want to follow certain, you know, certain things, certain uh, sports activity that they do. But to follow them completely, their lifestyle, their words, how they treat women, how their conviction on family, yun ang problematic. You can follow certain things. For example, I love Steph Curry. So pag nagbabasketball, ang madalas kong practice, three points. Pumapasok ba? Madalas hindi, okay? But I love Steph Curry. He's my favorite basketball player right now. So, I follow his style in playing games, in playing basketball. But I don't follow everything about him. Some convictions that he has, hindi ako agree. So I don't follow that. For some people, they follow yung mga rappers, how they dress, how they talk. So okay lang if you follow some of their, you know, how they wear things. Pero if they started cheating their wives or their wife, if they started cursing, if they started bullying people, or if they started having convictions that is against the Bible, dun tayo problema. Because some people, that's how they live their life. So instead of living or finding their identity in Christ, nandun pa rin sa, hindi, ito yung gusto kong identity kasi majority of my friends are like this. Ito yung gusto kong identity kasi yung barkada ko ganito or yung sinusunod ko ganito or yung crush ko, ito yung gusto. If you allow them to determine your identity, you're gonna get lost. Kasi hindi yon ang pag-create sa'yo ni God. We have to understand now when we ha- find our identity in Christ, we have a family, spiritual family, and that is in Christ. Na talagang nandun ang genuine love, nandun ang genuine care, nandun ang tutulungan ka how to grow in the Lord. And then, mama-maximize ka pa because you're God's masterpiece. He knows your purpose. He knows your direction. He knows what you need to do and how to maximize your life. And then, your character, how you should respond when things are not do- doing well. You know, when you respond like Christ, there's gonna be peace in your life. When you respond like Christ, there's joy. Kaya nga yung beatitude, sabi ni Jesus, blessed are those. Yung characteristic dun sa blessed are those meek, those who are humble. That's the character of Christ. So pag ginawa mo daw yon, ang description niya and ang promise niya, you are blessed. A lot of people are not blessed because they're not living out or finding their identity in Christ. Kaya si Paul, sabi niya, follow my example as I follow Christ. What's our message again? Find your what? Identity in the Lord. Wala kang talo kasi doon kasi siya gumawa and He knows why I am created. He will guide me and give me opportunities to find out and discover who I truly am. Wala talo talaga doon. Pero sa ibang klaseng identity, may talo ka. Hindi sigurado. Dito, sure ka. Sigurado ka. So, if I find my identity in Christ, what will I discover? That I'm a child of God. My spiritual family ako. So wherever I go, I want to be part of a, of, of, I want to be with people who loves the Lord. I remember I, I was going to a conference, me and some of our, 
our friends here in Elevate and CCF, we went to a conference abroad. And it was part of that body also of Christ. People who believes or loves the Lord. And I tell you, feel at home kagad. Hindi nga namin kilala ang bawat isa. Pero feel at home kagad. You know, some people would say, eh ganun din naman eh, feel at home din naman ako kahit yung mga tao hindi nila love si Lord eh. But there's a big difference with the genuineness of love, with the care that is deep, and yung intentionally helping you grow in the Lord. Iba talaga. Kasi si God yun eh. Si God yung Father. Si God yung, uh, si Christ yung head ng church. Siya yung nag-guide sa body. Preserves the unity and the love in the family of Christ. So you'll find that you're a child of God. You're gonna find your purpose. You'll discover that, oh, I'm a masterpiece. God has created me. I have a purpose. Kahit na crumbling na yung world, I still have a purpose. And then I have a character that I should live. This is who I should be. This should be the image that I would portray to people. Christ-like life. Yun yung nakikita nila sa life ko. Hindi yung parang pareho lao sa world. You know, if wala silang makitang difference sa life mo, as a Christian and sa life ng mga tao na nasa world, baka hindi mo panahanap yung identity mo in Christ. Or baka yung identity that you're living in right now, it's not the identity that is found in the Lord. Kasi wala difference eh. People will truly notice the difference because of the character of Christ. They will truly notice the difference. I remember when I was in high school, talaga yung mga friends ko, they would tell me to cheat. Some of my friends, some of my classmates, they would tell me, Uy, mag, mag-cheat ka naman or magpakopya ka naman, right? But I would not do that. Kahit na binubuli ako, kahit na they would tell me na KJ mo naman eh, I won't do that because that's against my conviction. That's not what Christ wants. Makikita kasi talaga nila. For example, some of them, they are doing stuff that are immoral. They are watching, pornog- there was a time that they were watching pornography inside the school. And ako, I was just, I was doing this, I was covering my eyes because I know Christ is not pleased. Makikita talaga nila. For another example, when I was in high school and college, I was the only one not saying bad words. Maybe not the only one, but majority of my classmates, they were saying bad words. Yung nasa sistema na nila, when they talk, ay toot, ay toot. Diba? May mga ganun, you have friends like that. I was, I was one of those people that they have never heard me say a cursing word. When I was in grade school, I remember, ito, nag-struggle pa sa identity ko in Christ. I was still trying to fit in a certain group. So this, this group of people, grade 6 yun, this group of people, ang lakas talaga nila magmura. Eh gusto ko ma-fit in dun sa group na yun kasi sila yung parang cool guys. Sila yung parang nirerespeto, sila yung hindi nabubuli, sila yung nabubuli ng tao. Ayoko dun sa group na parang, ay ito yung mga binubuli, ito yung mga tao hindi sikat, ito yung mga walang may crush sa kanila kasi itong mga to, dito may crush yung mga girls eh. So gusto ko maging part nun. Eh one of the guys there, told me na, alam mo, ikaw, hindi ka, hindi ka naman fit in dito, hindi ka naman nagmumura, sige nga, magmura ka. So I tried cursing. I said yung mga words, I'm not gonna say it here, okay? I'm not gonna say it here. But I tried cursing. Sabi ko, hindi, kaya ko yan. Toot, toot. I said that. But I tell you, I was struggling. Nung sinasabi ko yun, alam mo yung parang, ang bigat. <laughs> you know ba ang bigat? Because that's not my identity. For some of us, hindi tayo nabibigatan. Kasi nasanay na tayo dun eh. We need to have a heart change. We need to realize how God loves us deeply. 
We need to realize that He died for us. Jesus died for us. So that we may have life and live it to the full para makonvict yung heart natin and i-desire natin to find our identity in Him. Kasi we will not desire to find our identity in Him. Eh. Kasi itong world, masaya naman talaga sa world eh. Masaya naman talaga yung mga tao dito eh. Masaya naman yung maling conviction. Masaya naman talaga. Don't get me wrong. Sasaya ka talaga doon. Pero hindi yan complete. Kulang talaga. And pag hindi ka nababother, then my prayer to you is that you talk to God and you ask God to cleanse your heart, to give you a heart change. Because when you have a heart change in the Lord, you're gonna get bothered. Just like when I was in grade school, nabother talaga ako doon. Imagine, bad words lang to, nabother ako kasi hindi ako ganito eh. Hindi ito ang identity ko. I shouldn't say these things. I shouldn't curse people. It shouldn't come out of my mouth. I shouldn't watch these things. I shouldn't bully other kids or other classmates. I should follow the character of Christ. And finally, if you're in Christ and you find your identity in Him, you are heavenly citizens. Ito isa sa napaka-encouraging truth when you find your identity in Christ. Lalo na ngayon. Bakit siya encouraging? Look at this. Jesus said in John 18.36, when he was talking to Pilate, sabi ni Pilate, are you a king? Where's your kingdom? And sabi ni Jesus, my kingdom is not of this world. Alam mo, pause na tayo. I just want to share this from my heart. Alam ko marami sa atin, we're fighting so much for this world. And of course, we need, to, we need to rebuke people who are doing wrong things in this world. We need to do that. There's a proper way of doing it, but we need to do that. But this world is not our final destination. If this is your final destination, then you're going to do everything to, just to save this world. If you read the scripture, the world is going to crumble, crumble apart. There's going to be earthquakes. There's going to be more famine. Maybe more viruses. We don't know. That's, that's what Jesus said, Matthew 24. You read that. There are going to be more floods. There are going to be more deaths because this is not the final place. That's why Jesus said, this is not my kingdom. Yes, that's why when he called the disciples, alam mo expectation ng disciples, we're going to revolt, Jesus. We're going to fight the Roman government and you're going to be the king. Ano sabi Jesus? No, that's, we're not going to fight them physically. We're going to share them the gospel. We're going to evangelize. We're going to love them. We're going to disciple them. That's the commission. We change the world and they change the world. Huh? No, don't get me wrong. They change the world. Jesus said we're going to change the world by going and making disciples. Because Jesus' kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight. Yun talaga mangyari. They will revolt. They will fight. The angels will come here and then destroy people. Do you know how powerful angels are? That's what's gonna happen. My servants would fight to prevent my arrest. Because this is, is kung yun ang kingdom niya, by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. This is not the final destination. That's why we're citizens of heaven. By the day of the Lord, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief. That's why he wrote the, the, this book. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. Sinabi na ni Peter. Jesus also said this. There's gonna be more trials, 
tribulations, problems in this world. Kaya nga, hopeless ka talaga if hold on ka lang sa world. Listen to me here. I know thousands of you are watching right now. And you're down with what's happening. Here's my encouragement. If you're in Christ, lahat to hindi final. Hindi to, hindi to ang final. Lahat to temporary lang. If you're in Christ, you're a citizen of heaven. Para ka lang nag, nag-travel dito, naging tourist for 70 years, 8 years. I don't know how long you're gonna live here. Diba tayo, when we go to, back to our home, for example, nag-travel ka, you went abroad. Of course, at a certain, for the first week, sobrang saya. Wow, I like it here, I love it here. But it will come up, there will come a time, siguro sa third week or sa fourth week na, I miss home. I want to go home. There's always that place called home, di ba? There's always that place na, I want to be here yung nandito lang ako with my, the people that I love, just resting, just staying here. This is home for me. Guess what? Philippines, Pasig, okay? Wherever you are in this world, that's not your home. Kahit yung mga balikbayan, di ba? Nagtatrabaho sila abroad, pero they are excited to go back to Manila. They want to be with their loved ones. Right now, we're struggling because we couldn't visit our provinces. We couldn't go to different places. Tinan mo, minsan, itong bahay na meron ka ngayon, parang ayaw mo nang tawagin home kasi lagi ka na nandito. But guess what? This are, these things are all temporary. This is not our final destination. If you are in Christ, your identity says you're a citizen of heaven. Everything will disappear since everything will be destroyed. In this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy. Set apart. Ha? Yan ang ibig sabihin ng word na holy. Set apart. Kakaiba ka sa iba. Meaning to say, if they are acting like this, if they are hopeless because of COVID-19, you're not hopeless. You're hopeful. Why? This is not your final destination. You are going to be with Christ. You're joyful. You're at peace. There's that encouragement. There's that joy in your heart that people couldn't explain. Your character is of Christ. You're acting the way Christ wants you to act. You live godly lives. Why? As you look forward. Bakit tayo magkaka- Why will we live holy and godly lives? Because we look forward. Oh, listen to me here. Listen to me here. To the day of God and speed its coming. Imagine this was over, uh, over 1,000 years ago. And they're already looking forward to the coming of Christ. That they will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire. Meaning to say, the sky, the universe, not the heavens. Okay, there's, When you see heavens in the Bible, it could mean, number one, it could mean the heavens, the sky, or the outer space. But there's what we call heaven, the place of God. So that's not what this is describing. This is describing sky, the universe, the, the constellation, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with His promise, look at the promise of God, listen to me here. We are looking forward, there you go, to a new heaven, a new hurt, earth, where righteousness perfect dwells. Because in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, we are citizens of heaven. Where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for Him to return as our Savior. Imagine, that's the identity that we have when we are in Christ. If we find it in Christ, we have a family. We are God's child. If we find it in Christ, then we are a masterpiece. My purpose ako, I'm not an accident here. I can live it for God. 
yung character ko, yun, I'm gonna follow his steps. I'm gonna follow how he responds. And yung destination ko, hindi dito. I have home. Yung address ko, hindi dito sa Pasig. Temporary lang to. Tourist lang ako dito sa earth. My citizenship is in heaven. Now, I want you to watch this testimony because recently, the wife of our executive pastor passed away because of COVID-19. She was very close to us, to me and my wife. She's one of our mentors. It really breaks our heart or it broke our hearts when we found out the news a few days ago because we love her. We know that she's going to be with, she's, gonna, she's already with the Lord, but it still broke our hearts because we're going to miss her. But I want you to watch his, her message that she gave last month, just a, uh, a short clip of her message last month. This was her last message that she gave to the Women to Women Ministry of CCF. I hope you will be blessed as you watch her message. Let's play this video. One day, my heart will stop beating. And this will be the end of our life and our time on earth. But it is not the end. Our earthly body is just a temporary tent. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.1, For we know that when this earthly tent we live is taken down, that is when we die and we leave our earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body made for us by God himself and not by human hands. There is more to life than just the here and now. Unfortunately, the contemporary living wires us to take a short-term view of thinking. Take life easy, drink, and be merry. The only time we think about the reality of eternity are during funerals and when people are just about to pass away, right? We even find the subject of death taboo. And we feel that this is something morbid to think about, but death is inevitable. Let me remind you, only a fool would go through life unprepared for what is certain to come, what is certain to happen. Realizing that life on earth is just like a blink of an eye compared to eternity, it is a sobering thought. So how do we live in the light of eternity? How should we invest our time in the light of eternity? We are reminded in 1 Corinthians 3, 12 to 13 about the fiery test. Now, if any man builds the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident for the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire and the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. Paul likens our good works to gold, silver, and precious stones. These are activities that please God. And shabby work to wood, hay, and stone, those that do not please God. It just pleases oneself and others. I don't really know when God will call me home. When he does, I want to hear God say, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. Living in the light of eternity is about living for Jesus. 
it is first seeking his wisdom. It is first seeking his kingdom. And each morning I ask the Lord how I will please him. I thank him that he has extended my life here on earth. And my heart's desire is to finish well and be found faithful, a faithful steward of the life and time he has given me. You know, I believe she lived a life that pleases the Lord. And I believe the commendation of God, she was able to hear. Well done, good and faithful servant. She died recently because of COVID-19. You know, God extended her life. She had stage 4 cancer 18 years ago. In that message, she was joking that it was her debut this year. Because it was her 18th year of being cancer-free. Not knowing that God will take her home. You see, we don't know how long we will live. When she got COVID, I think that was a week ago or more than a week ago, it was just very quick. And then she passed away. But I like what she said. Live in view of eternity. And how do you do that? You live it for Christ. Because our life here on earth, temporary nga lang eh. It's a fool. That's what she said. It's a fool not to prepare for eternity. This world, the people, majority, and some of you are have this conviction. You're not living for eternity. You're just so preoccupied with this world. I'm not saying don't care about your business, don't care about other people, don't care about school. I'm not saying that. Give your best parent. Be excellent in school the way you work. But that's not your final destination. These things are not final. Hold them loosely. Don't hold them tightly. Hold on God tightly. Please Him in every way. Because our citizenship is in heaven. You know what? As I end, the only identity that can be kept for eternity is our identity in Christ. The only identity. Your work is not final. It's not forever. You being like this, or let's say you're a basketball player, it's not forever. Let's say you're a CEO, it's not forever. You're a student, it's not forever. You're, you have this relationship with these people. Ito barkada mo, it's not forever. You have this, uh, you're a celebrity, it's not forever. And we know that because sometimes we transition from one work to another, from one a hobby to another. It's not forever. But yung identity mo in Christ is the only identity that can be kept for eternity. So when we find our identity in Christ, we discover that we are God's child. We discover that we are His workmanship. We discover that His character is the character that we should live in our lives, we discover na ito pala, may bahay pala ako sa heaven. This is where I should belong. And this is my final destination. So what does that mean for you and for me? It means I will be close to His family, to God's family. Since I am part of His family, I'm His child, yun yung barkada nga hanapin ko. Yung mga group of people that will help me grow. Group of people that will strengthen me spiritually. Group of people, the genuine followers of Christ. Yun ang hahanapin ko. And then, you people, the barkada ko na doesn't love Christ, I want them to be part of this group. I'm not saying layuan mo na sila, but draw them closer to Christ. Because this is the only family that will last forever. And look at this. I will serve Him. I will serve Him because He's my God. He's my Master. I will act like Him. 
the way I respond when the government is, you know, giving me some frustrations in life, the way I respond will be pleasing to Him. When other people are acting strange, acting weird, hurting me, the way I respond is out of love. And then I will long to be with Him. Just like the disciples. Just like Peter. Just like Paul. They understood that their citizenship is in heaven. But here's the catch. As we end. But as many as received Him, to them He gave the right to become children of God. Not everyone will have this kind of identity because some people will not receive Christ. And of course, it's their loss. Of course, our part is to tell, to share to them, but we can't force them. God doesn't force people, but God will send signs. God will send people. God will send messages. It's you between you and God. It's up to you if you will humble yourself, repent, and follow the Lord. And that's my sober encouragement. And I would like to beseech maybe some of you who doesn't, who hasn't received Jesus in your heart. Start believing in Him. Trust Him with your life. Trust Him with all of your heart. Receive this gift. Receive this love. And I tell you, you will discover who you are. You will find out that you're part of His family. You will discover how beautiful, fearful, and wonderfully you were made. You will live out His character. And forever, you're going to be with Him. So I want to pray for two groups of people. First group of people that I want to pray for is those people who doesn't have Jesus in their hearts yet. You're not yet sure that you're going to heaven. And lalo na ngayon, you're scared because people are dying. You're scared. What's going to happen to me? You are hopeless because of the suffering that's happening. You will find hope in Christ, when you find your identity in Him, when you have Him as your Lord and Savior, when you humble yourself, receive this gift of love, follow Him wholeheartedly, I tell you, you will have peace beyond understanding. You will have joy. There will be love in your life. And the second group of people that I will pray later on is for a lot of us who are part of His family. We found our identity already in the Lord. But somehow, Minsan nag-misguide tayo. Minsan nawawala tayo sa right direction. Minsan nako-confuse tayo because nababalik tayo sa world ulit, napapagaya tayo sa iba. I hope this message would remind us that the world shouldn't be our identity. They shouldn't dictate who we are. Go back to Christ. Focus on Him. Live the life He created you to live. Let me pray for you. For this first group of people that I want to pray for, I know a lot of you listening right now, you are not sure you're going to heaven. You are not serious with Christ before. But somehow today, you're telling God, Lord, God, I want to be serious with you starting today. I want you to pray something like this. Jesus, I ask for your forgiveness. Sorry, Lord. Sorry, Jesus. If I'm living for this world alone, for myself, if yung identity ko is anchored on this world or on myself, forgive me. Today, Jesus, I humble myself. I realize you created me and you have a purpose for me and you love me 
you died for me and you rose again to prove that you are God. So Jesus, I humble myself. I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Starting today, I will follow you. I will be part of your family. Thank you for that promise. I believe that you have a purpose for me and I'll live it out. I will show Christ-like character by your power and grace. And I long forward to that time that I will be with you for eternity. For the second group of people, Lord, I pray for all of us who are followers of yours. Forgive us if there are times na we're not acting or living out the identity you want us to live out. Forgive us for that. I pray, Lord, that this message would remind us that we belong to your kingdom, to your spiritual family, that we have a purpose and we should continue living it out, that we should respond online and even physically the way you will respond. And above all, thank you for reminding us that everything, every pain, every suffering, every good thing in this world will not last forever. But what you offer will last forever. Thank you, dear God. Thank you for this time. We love you, honor you, and bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'd love to stay connected with you. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast or connect with an Elevate group through our website. See you at our next podcast.